With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey, everybody knows Weber Grills. I've been using Weber Grills my whole life, and check it out. They got a pellet grill, the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Now, with a pellet grill, you can smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. You can go from low and slow, okay, on smoke boost mode, or crank this thing all the way to a heat sear at 600 degrees. It's got a full great sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood pellet grill. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is KJ Live with Chris Johnson. And Chris is having conversations with influencers in the sports world and entertainment industry. Now here's Chris Johnson. You are now tuned in to KJ Live. Today's guest on the show is an NBA agent and marketer for Goodwin Sports. He's also the co-founder of Move Insoles and one of the most thoughtful and mindful tweeters about the NBA that you will ever come across. His name is Nate Jones. Let's welcome him into the show. What's up, Nate? What's up? How are you doing, KJ? I'm doing great, man. Uh, happy and honored to have you on the show, brother. I followed you on Twitter for about 13 years or something stupid since Crazy. the since the <laughs> Hey, you you remember the early days of yeah, NBA definitely, Twitter, man? Definitely. Talk a little bit about how NBA Twitter has sort of evolved over the years, dude. First of all, like 
Twitter is just this whole life, this whole basketball life that I've led is surreal. Like people don't know. I grew I grew up in LA, but people don't know like how big UCLA basketball Crenshaw basketball was in LA coming up in the nineties. And like this dude is, was one of the dudes, like anyone that was younger was looking up to coming up because he was in the paper. He was going to UCLA. He's taking shots of the city championship. People don't know. They got to get, they got to give the OGs, the ones that let it, you know, for us, um, their flowers, man, uh, coming up. I, I grew up in mid city, uh, you know, up the street from, uh, midtown shopping center, Warlow wills. Right. And yeah. on my on my street, there's a there's a cat named Marlon Garnett. Come on, come on. All right, and that's what got me heavy in the basketball. Right, yeah. so it's yeah. just crazy to see that like every everyone that I either looked up to, or you know, younger than me, or coming up before whatever it is, like they're all on this Twitter platform, and we all kind of interact with each other. Like even like a, a guy like uh, Clarence Gaines, like yeah. Yeah. people that don't know who he is, like right. right everyone that is anyone in the basketball world from, you know, in the league to marketing to college, high school, there's kind of that community there. So I feel real at home there. Um, But the the early days were, (laughs) it's interesting. It's just, people were just, people were just having fun. Yeah. No agenda, no agenda. And that, you know, then it became like, you know, there, obviously there's finances attached to, Twitter and it's a platform for getting your, you know, content off and whatever goals you have going there. And also I think it's just the way social media works. We have, you know, outrage culture where everybody is like, everyone's looking for something to be upset about and like tweet a thread (laughs) every day versus just like, you know, keeping it light, interacting with people and learning something. Do you think people are so outraged today? I mean, we, you know, at, we grew up in a time where obviously things were sensitive and things were of a sensitive nature, but it seems like things have increased. Nate, why do you think that is? Is it because we hear about it more? Has it ha- is it happening just as much as in the past? Where are we hearing about it more now? Well, I just think it like it starts with the way the platforms are designed. You know, the engagement aspect of it. You see how much is retweeted. You see mm-hmm. the um, you know engagement on likes. Fact. comments, all that stuff. Like the big thing on Twitter now is, Oh, you got ratioed. Like everybody is <laughs> like, why do you like, why does it, it, I just think of the platform was never designed that way where there were never any like that consumer facing stats in terms of like what's happening with your content and mm-hmm. people are incentivized mm-hmm. to kind of like get those numbers up. Right. I think the platform will be a lot different, a lot different. Yeah. yeah. When you look at the NBA right now and the play in and excitement with the playoffs, man, I mean, this is our favorite time of the year. What what do you how do you view the plan or how did you view the plan when Silver introduced it last year? I mean, last year was great. LeBron, Steph, mm-hmm. you know, we had a hitter. What were your thoughts on it initially? And I love it because, you know, I, I think people will always complain about change, but change is, in, is inevitable. The NBA now is the MB, the three point line is a key part of basketball now. And, you know, it was kind of like the gimmick in the ABA and now it's a key part of basketball, but it took someone having, you know, the forethought to like, or in the guts to, to push something forward, you know, and, and do something different. And I think that's what it's going to take in the NBA. We got to look at everything from um, the way fouls are called to, you know, replay to uh, timeouts to, 
uh, structure of the playoffs. Maybe there's a midseason tournament. Maybe there is, uh, you know, all kinds of different things to go about to go about um, changing the way we look at the game, even, even rules. Maybe we change the way the MB, the three pointer is now that everybody, now that the corner three is like a so layup. Easy. It's so easy. Yeah. Maybe you take the corner three away. Like there's, you yeah. gotta constantly evolve. Otherwise we would still have the same game we had when Mike and those guys were playing. Yeah. No. And we don't want to necessarily regress like that. I, do you think the NBA should make, sort of a I call it drastic a drastic move kind of like the NFL did to protect quarterbacks you remember when the NFL kind of mm-hmm. had that new rule and, and just you know the one year I was watching the NFL everything changed I was like yeah. they, they can't hit nobody no more they can't do yeah. this do you think the NBA should adopt something similar like things like we saw with Marcus Smart Steph Curry Marcus yeah. Smart making a clean play or whatever he's diving for the ball going at the knees you think the NBA should penalize plays that injure players or take that out? Was that too much yeah, of a man, fine that, line? That's, that's tough because number one, how do you even judge that? Right. Intent, um, right. The intent of it all, the, the intent of, of, of it all. And you know, we're taught from the time we first start playing basketball, if the <laughs> balls on the floor, <laughs> balls on the floor, go die for it. Every Bodies on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, if you don't, and this in practice, it's you on the line, right? Like yeah, that's, that's, a that's what you're, that's a problem, right? Like, yeah. so where, so how do you go from that to, to, Oh, you can't do that. And we're going to find you for that. And how rare are these occurrences of someone getting hurt? Like that was just like a, a freak situation. And you know, it's what it is now the, the, I think the, the deals with protecting players, um, you know, putting their feet under um, players when they're going for jump shots. Now that's something I, you know, completely, I understand, the, the issue with the issue that you have when you're getting at this level of basketball, in my opinion, is you have basketball geniuses and they're doing nothing but focusing on how to manipulate the game constantly. Like people are on Harden and all Harden is like, this game is hard. I'm trying to figure out the best way to be my best self. I see the ways that I see the different ways that I can exploit the game and I'm going to go for it because this is about this is about winning in any way that I can win, I'm going to go for it. And if people don't adjust, why is it my fault? I heard Chris Paul explain it the other, other day, the same thing the other day he was talking about the, the rip through. And he's like, I barely ever get, he goes, I barely ever get caught on the rip through foul because I know it's coming and I know what not to do. He goes, how come all these other players can't study, you know, the setup of what's coming where, you know, okay, don't put your hand here because it's most likely it's going to be a rip through foul that's what you do as a professional. You're just trying to exploit those situations. So it's hard for me to con- to knock what's going on. You see it in all walks of life. Every time something changes, someone figures out a loophole with it. Um, I mean, you've seen it with agents that have negotiated contracts that have blown, basically blown up the CBA, you know, but they used to birds rights used to be acquired after one year in basketball. And they got, had to get rid of that because people figured out, okay, well, I'll just tell the loophole. I'll, I'll go there, play for play for the league minimum, and next year they'll give me my bag. Like yes, I got sir. the birds rights, right? Like so, that's that's just the way life is generally. So yeah. constantly that push and pull in that regard. So yeah. can't really knock those guys for that. And I can't really knock, you know, the direction of Adam Silver and, and these ideas. At first, when I heard it, you know, about all the in season tournament and the, and you know, the play, and I was like totally turned off, dude. I was like, what is going on? But then 
after experiencing it last year. And now this year, I was I was super excited about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I don't know why I was so excited about it this year. But uh, we had some great matchups, man. Uh, I feel like it's great for the last – I mean, I guess we're used to seeing that last part of the season, the NBA kind of gets a little tricky, you yeah. know, you know, with the games and scores and things, you know, guys playing and people sitting and this and that. This now incentivizes guys and teams, organizations to compete to the very end. 100%. It basically extends the life of, of the season. If you're going to – you you know, you can have a debate about if they should continue 82 – grand. 82 games or not. Mm. Um, but if they're going to continue down the 82 game route, you've got to figure out a way to make it. So people, so teams and players, organizations are, are uh, still locked in all the way. As many teams as possible are locked in until the end of the season. I think it's, it's done its job there. You have teams that were, are vying for that, that, uh, uh, you know, 10th spot. Whereas before it was like, okay, you know, it's eight. I don't really have a shot. Let's pack it up. Let's try to get that lottery pick. And, and the, the funny, the interesting thing about um, the play in too, is you can still be a play in t- team. And if you don't make the, if you don't like win the play in and get a playoff spot, you still are a lottery team. So you're, it's not like you're, it's not like you're losing out. So you might as well go for it. Right. Um, Pretty cool right there. Right. So like, I, wait, I think, wait, so if they, Nate, so if, if they make it, if they, if, they, if they win the play-in, they're still a lottery team or they're no, no longer? Okay, no, okay, they're okay, play, okay. They, so, it's, it's, so if you okay. qualify for the playoffs, you're still outside the lottery. Okay, but, if okay, you, okay. If, but I'm saying if you're, let's say and that lose. you're, yeah, if you're a 10 seed, you might as well make the play-in, get an experience of a one-game playoff. And even if the odds are like, look at, uh, look at a team like Charlotte, look at a team uh, like, um, uh, who's playing in the West, uh, San Antonio, right? Those two teams, the odds of them winning and making a play, make, winning two games and making the playoffs, you know, wasn't the, the odds were pretty low. So at the end of the day, they get that experience of playing in a play in get the reality of, you know, I watched Charlotte last night. It's like, okay. Major reality everyone, check. <laughs> major, major reality check. Like LaMelo La is, LaMelo La is, is, has the, the goods to be a superstar, but the rest of the team, the reality is they might not be as good as everybody's hyping them up to be. So do you go down that road? You pay the Miles Bridges of the world. Do you pay all these guys and continue down that road? Or do you say, all right, let's have a hard, hard reset around LaMelo. Like we, we, we figured out that this isn't going to work. We need to get a big in there. We need to, we need to, we need to be defensive oriented. We're not that right now. Um, Allocate the funds to Al- reallocate, yeah, reallocate, reallocate the phone funds, reassess it. And like having that, you know, two, two years of plans has basically told them yeah. what they showed them, what they needed to know. Um, and San Antonio already kind of knew where they were at, but at least they got the experience of playing in a high pressure situation in New Orleans. Like I was actually impressed that they came back a little bit last night. I turned the game. I was pretty, I said, I'm going to bed. Like <laughs> CJ is killing. Yeah, These guys are about it. to fold, whatever. And they didn't fold. They came back in the second half. So I was actually impressed with that and hung, hung around. So the, you know, those experiences, you can't, um, you know, you can't really just like, that's huge. Disregard those, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a huge experience. So, yeah. yeah. And I, 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 I like the one game. I mean, you, you have the experience at the highest level of NCAA with the one game yeah. situation. It's a lot on like, the line. Yeah. There's a lot on them. There is a lot on the line. There is nothing like that. There's nothing like that experience. And if, if there's a way 
you know, over the course, I think it's tough because over the course, you know, there's nothing like a seven game series because over the course of seven games, you, unless there's injuries, you know who the better team is. It's like the better team is going to win out. And there's no debate about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the excitement of that one game situation, um, you know, it can't. No, I was going to say, it's like the wild card. It's like the baseball wild card in a sense, especially with the Clippers in Minnesota. I mean, the energy uh, uh, with that game, I felt like I was watching like baseball wild card in October, you know, because when Pat Bev went off and, and he did what he did in the moment, I, you know, part of me was like, dang, he, he really, he's really turned up. Yeah. And then I started really thinking about it and letting it digest. It's like, wait a minute, man. We, we're kind of being whack with this whole thing about coming down on cats. You only sell, like you can only celebrate championships. What are your thoughts on just that, that aspect of our culture right now? Man, context is everything in life. And I think that people are, <laughs> and we get hyped when we get a win, a big win at a pickup game, right? Oh, like, God. The environment, the environment at in Minnesota where they ain't been in the playoffs and, you know, they've only been in the playoffs once in how, how many years. And now this team is actually, you know, it's a homegrown team. They're winning. The crowd is on fire and they came back. They were they looked like they were out of it. That's the whole. I think the, the way that the reason it was so turned up because Cat fouled out, so yeah. it's like it was, oh, it's it was, over. It was hopeless. I mean, you're not yeah. thinking that's about yeah. to be a W, bro. Yeah. No way. Yeah. And PG and them, you know, they out there just they were balling for me. Yeah. The Clippers. PG was <laughs> PG look great. PG is is you know outstanding when he's when he's got it going. So yeah. it was fun to watch, and and I, I don't knock those guys. I get I get why people made fun of it. Cause it's just, you know, Twitter at the end of the day, like people like to get their jokes off and whatever else, but in terms of like the serious, like if people were being serious about it, that, that is just like, come on, man, like let these guys live, let them have their, let them have their moment, let them have their, you know, excitement and the fans, the fans, if the fans, if the fans were just like not hyped and those guys were getting that way, I could see it, but like the the fans were going crazy. It was a big moment for that organization. It's always about, like I said, it's about context. The context is this one of the worst organizations performance wise in all of the NBA history, right? Like for them to have that moment, give them that, give those fans that. Yeah, it's okay to celebrate. And it was good TV. It it wasn't just good. It was great TV. Yeah. Great TV, great content, all that stuff. So I don't get that. I don't get why you would knock that. And you see Pat Bev, you know, in the media room after, and that was that was you know seeing it within itself. Yeah, which I always enjoy. It kind of brings me to my next uh, my, my other question. I wanted to know about uh, from you were on Twitter, and you know you you're outspoken about you know how the NBA is doing it as far as pushing the media mm-hmm. out the locker room. Yeah. Why why is it so important for the media and players to have like this really like close close relationship i don't know if you can describe it as that I, I would say i'm proof positive of it i, I was a basketball junkie love the game love you know i was never good enough to be you know division one player or anything like that nba p- potential pro any of that stuff but i played the game my entire life and i consumed every single piece of content and you know it was before the internet and the way I got to know players was through pieces in SI and sporting news on um, Sunday conversation and what, you know, list goes on, right? Like that stuff came through Schick Hearn's halftime interviews. 
People don't know. Like he used to interview right? TV. You <laughs> right? kidding me? You kidding me? <laughs> right. So he was interviewing the players from the other team, the road to imagine a, a, a home announcer interviewing the players from unheard of, but he was doing, that's how I learned about players. That's how I learned about the game. Like I was constantly consuming that. And that comes from media people, from reporters. The truth is I think social media is awesome. I think some players do social media well, but for the most part, we know how it is. Social is just like flossing, right? Like, so as players, they go, they gonna post a fit pick and have a cap, you know, you know, <laughs> rap lyric caption under it, some bars under it. And that's social. Like you're supposed to get to know a player through that. No, like you're not, you're not getting to know anything. You need a professional actually questioning them and, you know, doing pieces on them. And, um, you know, even like this year, uh, you know, I work, I've been working with DeMar DeRozan his entire career. Our firm's been working with DeMar DeRozan his entire career. And it's been awesome to see him, you know, get his flowers because people kind of wrote him off. Um, but it's opened the door for, um, you know, some of the coverage this year, some pieces that have been done on him are like unbelievable. And it's, it's coming from writers, writers that, that sat down with him or Taylor Rooks interviewing him, you know, Marin Fader did a, a piece on him, like list goes on, or you have these amazing, um, storytelling pieces where you're getting to know this athlete in a way that allows fans to connect with them. Um, and if you take that away how is that going to happen? And I think people just get caught up in the like rumors and the rumors and gossip stuff. And, you know, a lot of that stuff is just, it's, it's, uh, they just kind of are like picking that out of like larger stories. It's the aggregation machine. It's right. Like, um, the bean counters are work. Yeah. You know, what's interesting though. Have you, have you been, um, are you up on the, the ball sack sports, deal sure. man sure. I, I i don't know who the dude is but i think it's the dopest thing it's it's it like incredible. it proves a, it's incredible, it's incredible. It, proves, it proves a point about how bad i think a lot of times when players hate media they don't hate the media they hate the aggregators they're mm. mad at the aggregators the aggregators are the ones that not the people in the locker room the aggregators are taking a piece of something yeah. taking a quote putting it you know stylizing it in um, you know, whatever the format is for a graphic and putting it up and making it look official, real, whatever else. And that's what the players get mad at. You know, the, uh, that stuff is what gets retweeted, uh, yeah. Legion Dog. hoops, all this stuff. Dog. That's the stuff. Dog. That's, the, stu- Dog. Yeah, that, that's the old stu- school trick, but it's old school <laughs> internet. I, like, remember they used to do that. What they used to call that back in the day? I forgot the term, but it's like the old school internet trick where you just like on the fake me out catfish on the quote. <laughs> it's like the oldest trick in the book, but yeah, like, man. it's getting on ESPN. It's getting on major networks. Yeah. You got major talking heads literally spewing out something ball sack put out with the fake quote. Like he did the one with Dame and yeah. he had something at the bottom. I forgot what he wrote, but it was just so, it, like you, no one read the bottom. Uh, yeah, is, is my point. It's, it, it, yeah. And, and then he, you know, what, uh, what I liked was he went back and he, he said like, I basically doing this to prove a point and show that y'all will buy anything. There's no real investigation. Like none of this stuff is actual news. It's just, you know, aggregating drama and, and packaging it in a way that again, like we talked about before is going to get you that going to get you that engagement. So that's, that's, that's what's funny about it. But I think if players had an understanding that, that a lot of times they're getting upset at the aggregators more than they are the, uh, the reporters themselves, which is also funny because 
I feel like a lot of the players follow all the aggregators. They all do. And right? they be, they're always commenting. You yeah. know what I'm saying? On, on IG yeah. especially. I see yeah. them. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, they don't know this, this dude right here be putting yeah. up some BS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing about a lot of the aggregators is it, there's no one behind, there's no face to it. No. No one that has to answer for it. It's just someone. At, at all. And right. They're, and they're creating havoc. Okay. Yeah. They are causing issues. Like it's also um, when you see, um, on on uh, uh, the internet, we were on Twitter, and not only the fake quotes, but no. To your point about the media, I'm sorry, I was I lost my thought. Yeah, the, 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 it's the the media guys when they're in the locker room and some of those quotes and those interactions and those moments. Those are some of the biggest drivers of content on Twitter. Like that part, not just when I'm, I'm just specifically not even the, not even the, the big pieces and all that. The post game, the quotes. Yeah. Just the what just posting what someone just said in the in the press conference. I know I look for that stuff and yeah. I gain I gain a lot of that, especially when the coaches talk. Like that's a high level piece of information. I think people are taking for granted that they could be really, you know, g- gaining knowledge and data and understanding what really what time it is with that particular team and you know have a real finger on the pulse of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mo- most reporters are most reporters are pretty good, man. I, I think yeah. I think that it's just the idea of what a reporter is, has been, and I'm not talking about just in media in general, but I'm talking about within sports and in the NBA in particular, I think most of the, most of the media are pretty good. Um, you know, sometimes there's, there's, there's uh, reporters that are out of bounds and we all know who they are, right. And players know who they are and what it is, what it is. But I think throwing everybody under that bus and putting everyone in that bucket is not fair. And then I also think it's just a part of what I, you know, when I talk about the NBA family, I like no matter what role I'm in, I am pro NBA family. Right. So not just obviously I represent and work with players. So I'm going to be on their side. But if all of us are only looking out for our own interests, we don't have a league. So if if players say, all right, we're done with media. We don't want them around like whatever. There's a negative there's negative consequences to that. Like, um, you know, thinking about those things, I think is important and having an education of how everyone is important to one another is a part of it, right? Like if the respect to the mutual mutual, mutual respect, understanding how everybody like at the end, everyone likes to talk about them being partners, your media partners, the players are partners with the owners, like all that stuff. But at the end of the day, they're they're If you're not treating each other as true partners in these in this situation and you just look at someone like <laughs> like they yeah. like like there's some kind of um annoyance or annoyance and that yeah. like why do i have to deal with this dude like whatever yeah, exactly. like, uh, like the behavior a, the behavior is so unprofessional it's yeah nice. <laughs> yeah yeah so those those are things that i think that i think people just have to consider it um yeah but and you know sometimes it's and I'm not saying that everybody has to be Michael Jordan, but is I, what I like about MJ is MJ realized what he was and what he what his responsibility was when he was playing. And then as um, as he's retired now, he's like, I'm showing up, I'm flying in right before whatever I got to be to. I'm doing the minimum and, I, and I'm out of there and back on the golf course. But while he was playing, he's like, I'm the face of the league. And um, I'm going to make sure that if anyone ever runs into me, they have an experience that is of a certain level. I'm going to talk to media and treat them with a certain respect and do, you know, all of that stuff. 
And um, I think if, if we started to have, if more players and teams and everything else had that mentality versus just like, Oh, we don't have to do that. Or we have the power to get away from this or get out of this or whatever else, you know, do uh, I think the league would be better off for that. Fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Ready, set, griddle this grilling season. Get the Weber Slate Rust Resistant Griddle with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned with food-safe oils and ready to cook on right out of the box. With no use of coatings, you can use metal tools to flip, press, and scrape without worry. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. Everything rusts and nobody talks about it because... They couldn't fix it until now. With Weber's new rust-resistant technology, your Weber will last for years. When used, our carbon steel griddle hardens and bonds the surface, reducing the ability for moisture to collect and rust to form. This griddle heats evenly edge to edge. It reaches up to 500 degrees. With the Weber Works Prep Cook and Store System, you can keep cooking and cleaning supplies handy, carry food and condiments from kitchen to the griddle, and even convert the side table into a prep station. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate Rust-Resistant Griddle. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. In this year's playoffs, though, do you think are most best equipped to make the finals? One team out the West and one team out the East. Um, you know, out the out the West, I would say Phoenix is is to me is a well oiled machine. Book is like it's it's so interesting seeing Book and Chris Paul together. Um, why? Why? Because. <laughs> It like Chris Paul, obviously we, if you've been around him or, or, um, watched him play, even if you're just watching him play, you know, he wants to win more than anybody and book has that in him too, but people kind of doubted it because of the team that he had around him. And, and he's kind of been holding that in for years. And like, you, you know, he has a lit, he probably has a list, like in his, even if it's not officially written down, like, man, this person said this about me or whatever else. And now he has a squad and he's, he's ready. Like he's going for blood. So um, I love seeing those two to play together. And I also think about the Lakers uh, had a trade for Chris Paul. So you were going to see Kobe and Chris Paul play together. And there was kind of some doubts, you know, even in my own mind, like, can these guys, can these two get along? Can they figure it out? They're both, you know, headstrong individuals. But when I see book and not to say book is on Kobe's level, but when I see book and, and CP together, it's almost like we got a little taste of that, right? Like, uh, you know, two dogs, two competitors that, you know, when the game was crunch time, (laughs) they know how to get it done. So it's been fun to watch that. And then out East, um, the East is a little tougher. I think if Robert Williams didn't go down, I would have the Celtics coming out of the East. But you were pretty high on the Celtics. Oh man. I mean, if you watch, I think it's hard for people because, you know, once you get, it's just like anything in life. Once you get branded, that's, that's what people are going to think of you. Right. So the Celtics early in the year, obviously we're struggling. People are saying, Oh, he may, may be over his head. Maybe Jason Tatum and, and Jalen can't play together. All that stuff. They shook up the roster and they locked in and defensively, they are just a beast. Like what, you know, especially when Rob, when Rob Williams is, is healthy, yeah. oh, man. they're just, they switching everything. Nothing throws them off. Um, you know, Dallas ended up beat, beating uh, the Celtics and the, and the uh, game, the Celtics and, and uh, Mavs played like th- a few weeks ago, right. but Rob Williams was switching out on Luca. Like Luca's going to still, he's still, he's going to do his thing because he does his thing versus everybody. But like usually a center or a power forward coming out and switching on Luca is going right. to be like, they have zero shot, like right. Right. that type, that type of versatility. And then I think having, you know, high octane scores and, and Jason and Jalen uh, Marcus smarts found his home as a point guard. I think he's um, you know uh, like that's the position he probably should have been playing the whole time versus just kind of, 
being you know, either a backup point guard or, or a shooting guard next to a point guard. Um, he's doing his thing. And, uh, I like, I like the trade with getting Derek white. Um, I like their squad a lot. Um, and I think they're, you know, having Horford and Williams, if they're healthy when they play and home court, when they play Milwaukee, that's a good, um, you know, that's a good package to be, be able to try to go at Giannis with. Um, now if Williams isn't available, I don't know if they're stopping Giannis. Like that's well, I don't know uh, if anybody can stop Giannis, but because uh, yeah. you know with Brooke back, you know that's that always changes the the dynamic for the Bucks when he's yeah. in the lineup. Yeah, one hundred percent. I just don't know how healthy Brooke is. That's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm wondering about. Mm. Like coming back from we saw it with Serge Ibaka last year. Like yeah, he, he he like he wasn't he wasn't the same after that back surgery. So I'm wondering how much Brooke, Brooke could could provide because Brooke is people don't realize like. I think they, again, brands stick with you, right? So when Brooke first came in the league, you weren't thinking of him as a defensive like player at all. Not at all. But and, you weren't, and you weren't thinking of him as a three-point shooter. Not at com- all. Completely revamped his game. That's what he do. Uh, that's what he – defend and shoot <laughs> three. Three and D. He three right? and D guy. I can't believe it. Look, Brooke, when he, he was at Stanford – I think they played at Stanford, dude. I would have never thought in a million years – that Brooke, I think he hit 100 threes last year. Yeah. Some, something insane for a yeah. seven-footer. But I would have never thought. But that's just a testament to him figuring it out, figuring out what was going to make him stick and working on that stuff, man. Breaking, you know, breaking that foot a few times. That, like, yeah. I yeah. think that woke him up. Like, all right, I probably got to figure this out. You know, if I'm going to stick in the league, I got to revamp my game. The, the, the game is changing. Yeah. This is probably the way to do it. And he's, he's skilled enough to pull it off. And then defensively, him and Giannis together, Brooke is such a good – uh, anchor that allows Giannis to be this ultimate roamer where, yeah. So you see what, And we saw last year, especially in the finals, what Giannis was able to do when he's a yeah. roamer. Yeah. You see it on the biggest stage. He's up in square on folks yeah. on that weak side. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. if, uh, you know, if Robert Williams doesn't come back, I, I think I have, <laughs> I think I got uh, Milwaukee coming out of the East. So really it's going to depend on if Robert can come back and, and, and really, uh, impact the game like he was before he got hurt because that Celtics deep. I don't think people realize how good the Celtics. I forget where they were ranked like for the first half of the year, but they weren't close to first, and they finished first like way above everybody else in defense. Like that's how good their defense got. You think, um, so. you think Philly has? A, you don't think Philly has a chance at all, or what do you think's going on out there, man? Because no one is really picking Philly at this point. Well, you know, I think it's very hard to uh, put it all together after a, a midseason trade to begin with. Um, and and I also, you know, wonder, I don't think James Harden is washed up like some people have been saying. I think if anything, I think he might be still struggling with his hamstring uh, injury. We kind of saw the same thing happen with Chris Paul a few years back where people, you know, his last year in Houston, people were like, I don't know, man, he might have yeah. he lost a step. You don't have it anymore. And really you know, he disclosed it. Like he just was dealing with that hamstring injury that he first injured out in, uh, uh, that he injured in Houston during the, the Western conference finals the year before. So like he comes back from that, but he's not, you know, he hasn't changed. He hasn't fully changed his diet, his workout routine, all that stuff. So he had to reset everything. And you kind of saw that new, new and improved Chris Paul for Oklahoma city in the first two years in, in, um, in Phoenix. And he's been like MVP level type player over that time. Like one of the best point guards in the league over the last three years. And four years ago, people were saying he was washed. So I think he might be hamstring is no joke. So I think, I think, (laughs) I think that, um, 
you might be seeing that with Jake. Cause you don't go from, I, I, we saw James last year when he first got to Brooklyn before the hamstring injury and he was explosive as hell. Like not, he's still, still getting, he's still moving, going, going, getting to the basket, doing his thing. He had not, you don't just go from that to struggling with it. And we know he has a hamstring injury. So I think that's a part of it. So I, I'm wondering if, you know, a, a summer where they're able to figure out their whole roster around them, um, and, and give James time to really put himself together. Uh, cause it, it's hard to like, it's hard to re-engage your body like that mid season, you know, or in the middle of the season, the playoffs, all that stuff. So that's my main concern with them is just, you know, if, if James is able to, and maybe he's just, maybe he was just coasting and he's about to turn on <laughs> the switch is about to turn on and we don't, it's not a hamstring thing and we'll, we'll see it. But yeah. you know, I don't think a player of his caliber just loses a step like that or slows down like that within a year it just doesn't happen. There's something else going on. So yeah. um, be interesting to see, but yeah, I, I think uh, I still have, um, I think they have like the two, like two of the best players in the East um, just like uh, Brooklyn has two of the best players in the East, but you got to have a full team. I don't know if they have the, the depth and the versatility that um, both Milwaukee and, and uh, Boston have when they're fully healthy. Yeah, the depth yeah. the depth really stands out for yeah. them. It's just that they don't they just get thin and, and not a lot of contributions. But with Joel and B playing, I be probably going well. Everybody's saying Jokic, but he you know he should have got some MVP votes. Yeah, for you sure. Got, you got Jokic, you got Doncic, Doncic, Luka Doncic, or yeah. however you pronounce his name. Yeah. How far is the gap widening between like the top? players in the league being international and like the next star that's born on American soil. Like who is the next American player that can unseat one of these three guys in your opinion, D book. I mean, who is like next coming down the line that could be potentially in conversation for the MVP. Man, you U.S. wise, like, you know, you got, you still look if Steph didn't, if if Steph didn't go down, you still were going to have, like Steph was going to be in the mix. You know, I always think my, I always think my guy Dame's going to have a chance. Kawhi is Kawhi. If he's healthy, he's going to have yeah, a chance. Yeah. LeBron, the team situation is, was jacked up, but if he's help, but if the team is healthy yeah. and LeBron has the year he has, he's in the conversation. Um, I think, you know, Chris Paul could should be getting MVP consideration tomorrow, the year he had in Chicago before all the injuries went, you know, he's, he still consistently played the same way, but the team started to fall off because, you know, their defensive backbone fell apart. Right. Um, Due to all those injuries happening, but you know, he had an unbelievable year. Like there's, so there's a ton of us based players, but I just think situationally um, and, and also like the time and time and uh years into their career. Like Jokic is a young player. Doncic is a young player. Giannis um, too, but I mean, relatively speaking, right? Yeah. Gian, Giannis is, Giannis is a young player. Gian, to dude. me, Giannis, Giannis is the best player in the league right now to me. Dude, dude. You know, if, if people, Oh, and, and obviously Kevin, obviously Kevin Durant is, is, is MVP candidate every year. But again, these guys have to stay on the, the biggest issue, especially when you have the miles on you is staying on the floor and your team being one of the, you know, better teams in the league. So I guess I, my, my point is, is kind of on the lines of your point about these guys being so young, they're yeah. MVP level. They got like basically the top three spots. All right. They're in the argument. 
yeah. for the top three spots year for the next 10, 12, 15. It's yeah. like who do who who who's gonna unseat these dudes, man? Yeah. Zion, like what superstar I'm, I'm trying to think of, man. Is there another and I'm not saying Dame and, and Kawhi, yeah, no. but like a young younger guy. Young, a younger guy. Yeah, well, I, I think this I think this crop that just came in for the, the 2021 draft class is special. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think talent wise, Jalen green is out of this world. He just has, he just has to figure out how to play at the NBA mm-hmm. level. But like mm-hmm. talent wise, that dude oh, yeah. is crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, Cade Cunningham is like a, he's like a mini Doncic in a lot of ways. Right. So mm-hmm. like, he's going to be, he's going to be good. It's, and it's kind of ironic that he's out in Detroit as like, that was like Grant Hill stomping grounds, another like point four type. Yeah. Um, so they're getting a new ver- smooth, new version, yep. you know, not nothing too like flashy or whatever else. He just, just nice, just nice, nice and knows yeah. how to play the game. And he's, he's, he's obviously not as big as Doncic Doncic is. I saw Doncic move Drew. Hall. I don't think people realize how much of a rock Drew holiday not, is. And he, they don't and know he, how- he just moved Drew Holiday like it was nothing. Bro. <laughs> I've always been amazed at Doncic's strength and yeah. size, bro. Like how he just able just he'll get when he was getting your shoulder. Like his first couple of years, he was doing this move where he was just hitting dudes with the shoulder. But dudes like whoa, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and hitting you with the step back. But that part of it is crazy, man. These guys don't really understand how strong NBA players are, man. Yeah, man. So you know, Doncic is a big dude, but but um, I think Kate has a lot of his like game to him. Evan Mobley he hasn't even figured out offense yet. Like he's just, he's, he's like that help defender type that, and, you know, to be a bit, to be a first year player and have defense kind of figured out on that help side. And he's going to be, he's going to be phenomenal. Um, Scotty Barnes. Scotty that's Barnes, like, man. Scotty, Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. You know what's interesting about Scotty Barnes? He's got a lot of Scotty Pippen to his. Yeah, he he's got a lot of Scotty Pippen to him. Like he could be that type of that type of guy. Like a bit he's like so a, live. He is so. I love yeah. watching him play basketball. That Toronto's actually pretty good. Philly better not sleep on Toronto. They beat him three I, times this year. Hey, I like to. I if any team's going to upset anybody, Toronto. Right. I know. I know the Nets. Everyone's expecting Nets ups. You maybe you know possibly. Uh, really? You know, beating this. Yeah, wow. because they have because they got kept. I mean, I'm talking about like the ge- the general audience, not like the real. Oh, okay, okay, like okay. General yeah. audience because because yeah. they have Kyrie. You can't ever doubt Kyrie and KD, and those mm-hmm. those guys are you know they can they each can put up 50 anytime they want, right? Um, but Toronto, real deal. They they just play modern basketball at a high level. You know, tons of tons of length, ability to switch. Siakam's um, been Siakam's been killing our guy yeah. Todd, Todd Rebazar. Every time I shout out Siakam, he <laughs> let him know, right? Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, but he but to see they kind of doubted Siakam coming into the year, and he's he's completely showed everybody that he's still the real deal. Scotty Barnes yeah. doing his thing. It's crazy that they have you know usually teams just want one player like that 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 long versatile guy that could do multiple things. They, they rolling with him. They, <laughs> they, they they got they got two of them. You That's know, unique. like we're just. Very unique. So they're they're fun to watch. Um, you know, Jalen Suggs, we didn't even get to really see. Like he's in Orlando, so he's kind of under the radar. I still, you know, I liked him coming in, so I'm interested to see what he's going to be able to do. What about um, Trey? What about Trey? Oh, you talking Trae about Trey? Yeah, Trey. Yeah, I was just talking about this year's class, but Trey Young is is fantastic. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm. It's sometimes it's super tough with with guards that are as small as him to like figure it out um I, but he's, how, I wonder how he does it like i'm always he's one of those dudes that amazes me uh every game i see him he'll do something i'm like damn he really hit that 
Like every time I see him, he's, baby. it's in him. You know, his he's yeah. his 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 dad is you know played Division One and yep. worked with him, and you can tell he loves the game. Yep. And he just has a natural feel for it. And it's in it, man. It's just like, what can you do? That's a high, high, high skill level. He's, he's taking advantage of mistakes yeah. and he's been, he's built for it. He's been preparing for it his entire life. And that's, that's what you're seeing. But yeah, yeah there's a, there's a lot of, you know, Trey young. The other thing about the MVP too, is, you know, a guy like Trey young, you think about it. A lot of it has to do with the situation that they're in though. Right. Like if Trey, if Atlanta doesn't ever pick up or get a chance to be a real championship competitor, competitor, it's going to be hard for Trey Young to win an MVP. Like you got to be for the most part, you got to be in the mix unless you have like. You know, you have a season like Jokic where like they don't have any of their other like complimentary players, stars, whatever, and he's just going crazy still and he's the main reason they're winning. Um, it's going to be hard for media fans, et cetera, to recognize you in that way. So I think that, that as much as the talent of the player has a lot to do with it. Um, how, you're, how well, you're, go, ahead. go ahead. You agree with Jokic as MVP this year? That's um, you know, I, th- I think that there are, <laughs> I think that there are so many different avenues to go down. Like I think if Jokic won, I, I don't know how you could argue against it. I don't, um, if Embiid won, I don't know how you could be like, well, the, he, he shouldn't be MVP. Well, yeah, he's put up MVP numbers. Giannis, the team finished, they're in the, they're in the third seed and they had injuries to key players throughout the year. And they, he still did his thing. Like he, to me, he's like modern day Shaq. Um, Doncic, obviously like they had a slow start and, we're figuring it out, but you know, towards the end of the year, they had a chance that they had a chance to get, potentially get the third seed. Um, so I think you can go about it a variety of different ways, but I think people, because Jokic is not like, he's not interested in any of the media marketing, any of that stuff. Like he's just low key, the hooper. Got a hooper and he's trying to get, to, and trying to get to his horses in Serbia in the summer. He don't care about I none did. of this. Um, They're doing the best types, dog. Focus. <laughs> so, Focus. So, that, so that's, that's, I call him, I call him Larry Joe Jokic. Cause to me, he plays like he, people say that, Doncic plays like Bird, and I'm like, that's lazy, man. He don't to me. He doesn't. He don't play like Bird. Like they have way more stuff than Bird. To me, Doncic is off the bounce though. Like Bird, you know, Bird. I mean, Bird had a little handle, but what I I see, what I know of Luca, and what I see Luca, I'm always seeing him on the pill, bringing it up against some dudes. You know, having to shake off defenders. So that that separates that comparison to me. What are your thoughts, though? Yeah, he Luca plays like Luca plays like James Harden with the up and under. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they play the exact same way, except Luca goes in the lane. Luca goes in the lane and it has the up and under moves and all that. Like he give he's giving you that. James ain't doing that. James is like I'm euro stepping or I'm I'm euro stepping going to the cup or I'm I'm doing a floater in the lane, but that or throwing a lob like that's that's his game. So. Um, but, but Luca's a lot of the same stuff, except he's, he's, you know, he gets in the lane. He's going to give you a little, he's giving you the post moves, he's giving the up and under all that stuff. Um, and then Jokic, Jokic is just like, man, he's, he's like playing chess out there, man. And it's, it's just savant. He's a definite savant, man. And, and he has this move he does where he, it's so interesting because, um, 
Magic used to have a, a go-to pass that I would be like, damn, how the hell does he do this? And, which and which one? And so Magic would come down like he like he was he was going like free throw line extended, come down slow. And then all of a sudden he would throw like two men are coming and throw the pass through two people into the post perfectly to worthier to oh. to uh, Kareem like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. layup. Every like it's, I think people just look at it like, oh, it's not that difficult. It's mm-hmm. almost like LeBron finding the corner, like right. turning the corner. Mm-hmm. He's turning the corner and he's finding a uh, corner three shooter open. And you're like, and I think the average person is looking at it like, oh, he just made like a simple pass. And that's like unbelievable yeah. off, <laughs> offhand, left-handed pass. Like it's nothing. He's finding the corner. In the air. <laughs> Boom. No problem. And then Jokic has a thing where he's in the post. And as soon as he sees the double coming from the, from the corner three, he's throwing this unbelievable, like pass that only baseline that only Ooh. he can, that only he can, that only he can make the only he can make. Like yeah, yeah. He's, he's so fun to watch. Like, I honestly, I wish I had a chance to market Jokic. Cause I think I could do things that or figure out ways to like tell his story and do funny stuff yeah, um, yeah. to get people interested in him. But like, if he, like, let's put it this way. If he played for the Lakers, people would be hyping the hell out of him. If you play for the Lakers and Knicks, Celtics, any of those teams, he would be getting hyped like crazy beyond like right now. I think people just think he's like a hipster MVP vote or media MVP vote. And they don't realize how good he is. Like, uh, bro, bro is next level. I, I don't know if I've ever seen like somebody like with his limited physical ability that is so dang on effective. Like, I just have not seen that. Like the way because you remember, like, I think it's probably his first or second year. I mean, I was looking at him like, dang, like. He's a project. I thought I thought he was a project, bro. I'm yeah. like, but but then all of a sudden he hit a corner, he turned a corner, and then he started getting more burnt. Then he just started turning stuff out. He, he's a natural. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Ready, set, griddle this grilling season. Get the Weber Slate Rust-Resistant Griddle with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned with food-safe oils and ready to cook on right out of the box. With no use of coatings, you can use metal tools to flip, press, and scrape without worry. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. Everything rusts and nobody talks about it because... They couldn't fix it until now. With Weber's new rust-resistant technology, your Weber will last for years. When used, our carbon steel griddle hardens and bonds the surface, 
reducing the ability for moisture to collect and rust to form. This griddle heats evenly edge to edge. It reaches up to 500 degrees with a Weber Works Prep cook and store system. You can keep cooking and cleaning supplies handy, carry food and condiments from kitchen to the griddle, and even convert the side table into a prep station. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate rust-resistant griddle. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's, it's, you know, how we, yes. how we yes. think about, you know, how we think about LeBron yeah in terms of like, I think people are like, man, LeBron, like LeBron is not one of those drills guys where you're yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, he's like, like Kobe, like Kobe was very much uh like I'm in the gym and I'm Please. working on these moves and <laughs> I, he's got every, every move, every counter, every like whatever. And LeBron is like, obviously he works on his game and, and, and yeah. continue to improve over his 20, you know, now going into his 20th year. Yeah. But he he's more of a natural player, and Jokic is one of those guys. Like he's yeah. like the great he, comparison. That's a great comparison. Like Dave. he he's he's a he he is a natural. Like this, this it's it just comes to him. He sees so things quick, that other people, he reads everything so freaking quick. That's yeah. what I notice about him. It's like before, yeah. like the ball would be in the air on a post. He's already saw out the periphery. Dude is coming. So when he yep. touches his hand, he's like already yeah. flipping it. I'm like, yeah. dang. Yeah, it, it's it, it's in that it's in that like I said that Larry Bird, that yeah, Larry sure. Bird magic, uh, LeBron like natural feel for the game ability. Like 
you see a guy like Giannis, like Giannis worked his way into being this, like, like obviously he's a freak of nature athletically, but he had to, he had to develop his game. Like this this dude, Jokic is like, he, he, he's had big, big soft hands and touch and, and peripheral vision and feel for the game. Like as soon as he got on a basketball court, I think people just, he's even a baby dog. Big Jokic is coming down. Okay. You just, you just, some people just have it. LeBron was diamond people up. Like, even though he was a freak of nature in high school, people were like, damn, how did he learn to pass like that? He didn't learn. He's that's a natural, that's a gift. That's a God given gift is what it is. Right. So that's, that's kind of, that's kind of the way I look at Jokic, but I can't really take his MVPs uh, away from him at all. Cause I, dude, I watched, I watched this. I watched the Blazers and Nuggets like every single game during the playoffs last year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, I know Dame's mentality, you know, pretty closely working with him and get, you know, get a very good understanding. I already knew what he was coming with in that, that pivotal game five of that series. And, you know, he dropped 50, 55, like making crazy threes, do it. Like he was like, this is this, this game is the series. So I'm putting it all on the floor right now. Like if we lose this game, it's going to be very hard for us to win this series. So I'm, I'm going for the kill. And that's what he left out there. But what people people see Dame's performance was unbelievable. But the reason they didn't win that game is because they had zero answer for Jokic. Zero. Like, and I'm not just <laughs> scoring diamond. He he's doing everything. Yeah, them crazy threes, dog. I was <laughs> like, what? He's hitting he's hitting threes. And the, the pass that I told you about, the the dagger for the game mm-hmm. was that pass. Oh, he yeah. he hit somebody in the corner. Yep. And it was like, <laughs> like Covington was coming down for the help. And as soon as he saw Covington move for a second, he hit, he hit the corner and it was, it, that was it. Like, yeah, man, boom. these playoffs are going to be live as heck, man. All these matchups, dude, I'm, I'm totally uh, looking forward to it, man. Yeah. I don't really have a team either way. Uh, I, I want the Bucks to win. Uh, I like the Bucks. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, for obvious reasons. You know, yeah, of course. I'm ro- I am rolling with the Bucks. Okay, they retired my dad's jersey. They fly us out there. I'm rolling with the Bucks, bro. Hey, man, I respect <laughs> it. The the la- the Lazarus fam looked out, huh? Lazarus is cool as hell. Yeah, the man. Whole, the whole crew over there. So it's like I'm rolling with the Bucks. So uh, that's kind of where I'm going. But my man Nate, I love chopping up the game with you, brother. But yeah, man, I want to talk about. Your the company you co-founded, Move In Souls. Man. Yes, sir. Talk about the inspiration behind it. Talk about the company. Man. I want to yeah. chop it up about that. It's us. it's crazy. Everything that's ha- everything that's good that's happened to me, um, you know, that's good in my professional life has come from a love of the game. I love basketball, and and um, you know that interest, that intrigue, all of that. Is, has kind of built my career and a lot of my best friendships and things like that have come from playing basketball, teammates, all that stuff, camaraderie in, in, in that space. And this was born of the same thing. I was, I was hoping I had like, I was dealing with like a, um, what do you call it? Like a hip flexor injury. So I didn't hoop for a while. And then I got back to it. Like, man, I'm about to, I'm about to be go, going, hard. go hard, got new gym membership, everything. And I was starting to play crazy. And then, I had like my, like my feet were killing me like plantar fasciitis mm. and it just kind of, it kind of, uh, had a, you know, made a light bulb go off in my head. And I started thinking about, wait a minute. Um, you know, how did I remember when, you know, this player had this issue and they, you know, they were fitted for like custom orthotics. So they found an over the counter orthotic for them or insole for them. And, you know, this is like, 
generally when I think about it, most of the players in the league don't wear their shoes out the box. They wear, um, they have either custom orthotics or like, you know, some kind of like premium insole. And then when you go down the line, um, you know, I would, I never really was looking for it before. And I never really thought about it for myself, but I'm like, man, I've been playing ball my whole life. No one's really marketed, uh, like this type of product to me. Um, and then I've been marketing to, you know, the crowd that's, you know, influenced by these players for 14 years now. And I don't, I've been in all kinds of footwear meetings with brands and things of that nature. And the insole has not been on the, on the agenda, uh, (laughs) the agenda for, or, or the, even just the product roadmap or the consumer roadmap for how they interact or retail. So I was like, damn, man, like untapped, unchartered. And then, you know, what's happened in business a lot is, you know, you have these boomer brands been around forever and they kind of have aged out with that boomer generation. Um, you know, you look at like in, in the market that I'm in, I don't consider them a competitor because they market to different people, but like Dr. Scholl's is the brand is the brand of record, uh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. for my grandmother, people, my grandmother's generation, yeah. my, you know, everybody it's like, yeah. and when you think, when you think of Dr. Scholl's though, you know, obviously it's a hundred year old brand. It's, you know, old sleepy distributed through CVS, all that stuff, but, um, it trimmed to fit looks like a medical product. There's nothing aspirational about it at all. And, you know, studying the whole like global marketplace and understanding how professional athletes work. You know, some of my investors have worked with, um, you know, one of my investors used to do the, uh, run the mountain dew tour. And he was telling me every single skateboarder pro skateboarder has insoles and orthotics. Just the, the kids that, that aspire to be like them have no idea. And then the same thing, you know, basketball, same thing, football, same thing, soccer, like go across the, go across the board, tennis, same thing. So, I see an opportunity to kind of come in as a new age brand that understands that consumer, um, bring a you know great product to the market, not a superficial product. The products we've developed have been done in conjunction with the top uh, pro sports uh, podiatry firm out there, a firm called Foot Care Express out in Florida. Almost all the fellows that have custom orthotics were go done there. by they go exactly the teams. The team they might not know they have them from there, but that's that's who's doing them for them. Um, so we built an over-the-counter product that, you know, for the most, I would say for about 85% of the population, 85% of athletes is going to work um, for them. The sock liners that they put in shoes are completely inadequate. And when you think about athletes and the journeys that they're on now, even guys that don't really have a chance, you know, guys and girls that don't have a chance to make the pros or even division one, they're still on these journeys where they're paying, they're playing all these hours starting at an earlier age. You know, you're, you're playing more basketball than ever. Um, you know, even though they're indoors now and a lot of us were, were outdoors <laughs> playing, they're playing still, way more, still playing a lot. You they're know? playing way more hours, way more games. They got trainers, they're doing all kinds of stuff. And you're seeing, uh, this preponderance of overuse injuries, right? So, um, the amount of time that they're playing is not going to change, but what could change is, uh, knowledge on how they prepare their body and how they protect their body. So our brand is all about that. And eventually we want to become, Dr. Scholl's the generation Y and Z. Um, so that includes like casual. We have a casual product eventually coming out. There's a whole deal. Um, I honestly have been, we, we launched December 1st, um, you know, with, with product and um, opened up our website uh, direct to consumer. I've, I've totally been blown away by the response so far. I, I knew it was going to be, I knew we had, you know, we have a long road ahead of us, but I did not expect us to have um reaction that we've had to date so it's been fun i mean to to, the reaction i think has 
a lot to do with, you know, it's it's a, a useful product yeah. that, that hasn't like we you have to go through a process to get orthotics. I know yeah. I used to have to get the mold and yeah. it cost a ton of money. Yeah. So for you guys to create this situation to where you can like walk in and, and you get them quick and, yeah. and that whole situation, that that is just beautiful. That is magnificent. And, and then something I, I don't know. I, I know you guys have thought about it, but something that I took from this as a former athlete is that the earlier you start wearing orthotics and balance yourself out yep. and all that, you don't have to worry about later down the line having that funny walk. I got the funny walk now, yeah. the, the funny hip walk. We yeah. all, the old heads get, yeah. you don't have to worry about different issues with your back or you, you won't have uh, those issues as much if you, if you're balanced out yeah. and these orthotics are in your life at an early age. Yeah. So that's, that's what's so interesting when you talk to the players you talk to most of the guys, they go, I didn't know anything about this. Um, like we just did. Dame was just doing media for move like earlier this week with three different outlets. Um, hopefully that stuff's going to, going to drop soon. But he was, he was talking about like, I didn't really think about this or know any of this stuff until like I got to a certain level. And then I started to deal with particular injuries and then I had to start thinking about it, but he was like, I wish I would have known any of the guys. They all say the same thing. Chris Paul swears by, like swears by orthotics. Right. And, you know, he's, he's like, I, I wish I would have known this at an earlier age. And, and someone like him, who's probably more invested in the grassroots basketball than any like active player right now um, is, is the perfect platform for him to like, you know, use the knowledge he has and bring it down to those kids that he influences. So yeah, that's, that's, that's really what we're trying to do is, is provide that, that pro level knowledge and access and products that um, you know, uh, could really help these younger athletes, but you know, that's going to be the hard. That's, I think we're, I think a lot of our business so far has been, we've got a lot of kids and, and younger athletes purchasing it, but the easier sell has been to people that are familiar with, um, insoles and orthotics. Like sure. they like our product because they think it's the best out. They try it and they love it and they rave yeah. about it. The, the reviews on our site are amazing, but the hard yeah. part is going to be getting those younger, that younger generation, to wear like we, I know you're familiar with made hoops, which is yeah. really, really interesting because Chad, Chad, yeah, Chad, Chad is Chad. That, that's my dude. And it, it's so awesome to see because you, you see all the, the former pros out there with their kids now. So hey. like your guy, Matt Barnes is out there with his twins coaching up. Coaching up. So, so like the twins have move insoles now yeah, because we, sure. we, 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 uh, did, um, we did a, uh, a partnership with made hoops where for their West coast and East coast championships, they, got they all the champs from each division yeah. got pairs of insoles. So it was just awesome to see the kids interacting with them, get the positive response. A lot of the kids ended up following us after like just all that. So that's the hard, the hard work is going to be educating the, the parents and the kids around why they need the product and, um, going forward that way. Well, I think you guys are doing doing it the right way. I mean, you signed Jada Williams, who's one of the yeah. top uh, high school talents, going yep. to UCLA to an NIL partnership. I believe yep. she's she's endorsing it. Uh, you guys were at the Classic at Damien, yeah. Also, which is something that I noticed, and this is just me seeing it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. over there. I'm like, oh, okay, Nate, I see. Yeah. You. And then just all just all the the doggone selfies you got, dudes taking and posting, man. Testimonials, real, not like paid anything real life yo man my feet feel great 
I, I'm posting this. I yeah. can tell by the way they are posting, bro, that people really love yeah, this you know, product. It was so crazy. So that I had somebody accuse me of like not disclosing that I was paying someone <laughs> on Twitter. And I was like, bro, I did I am not, I don't operate that way. So we had so there's a there's a cat named uh Dwayne Washington that went to uh um, yeah, he went to Sierra Canyon and Ohio State. And he's actually he just signed a full deal two, with, two way. with the two way. It's yeah, he was on a two way, but now he's got his full contract. Oh, he got the full deal. Uh, yeah, he got his contract. He signed right at the end of the year. Congratulations. The, yeah, that's a, that's real dope. But the interesting thing is um, during one of the guys that I, um, you know, it's just in, it's, it's just years of work. It's I'm kind of cashing in on um, my name, my reputation, my contacts, all of that within the basketball space. A trainer friend of mine that trains uh, uh, Dwayne named Vaughn Compton out in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I was out shooting Chris Paul um, for uh, our brand shoot for for uh, Move, and Vaughn kind of helped us set up the gym that we use for for Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing home gym out in Scottsdale. The, the gentleman owns um, gen- guy's name is Brett Hart. Uh, big big time basketball, huh? Not the wrestler. No, no, we were we were making jokes about us like <laughs> best there is, best there was. But yeah, no, it's 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 he he's a uh, he's made. I don't want to say how much money he's made because I, I would be guessing, but I'm sure it's pretty substantial. But based on his house and stuff like that, he he uh, made his fortune in staffing, like staffing for State Farm, like State Farm and stuff like that. But he's a big basketball fan and had this has this gym that Vaughn often uses to train players. So we shot Chris Paul there. I gave all the all the uh, uh, crew, production crew, everybody there. I was giving them insoles to try out. I gave Vaughn insoles for him to try out. He wears the same size as, as Dwayne. Dwayne comes to train with him during all-star break and goes, man, my feet are killing me. And he's like, Vaughn's like, oh man, I got something for you. I think you wear the same size as me. He gives them to him. And he, Dwayne hits Vaughn like, yo, I like loving these, whatever. I see a picture uh, about, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send it to you, but it's the picture of him walking to the bus and he's got a package of insoles in his hands. So I posted that on Twitter and someone was like, man, why don't you disclose what you pay these dudes to do whatever? And I'm like, I did not pay this dude. He, this was a completely organic thing. He's walking in with it because it's what it is. You know, after the fact, I reached out to him, I sent him more product, but I've never paid him. I, he's, he's not one of my guys. It's just organic, you know, organic thing. So just, just trying to figure it out, man. I think we have a real potential to build something special and it's been fun, man. Yeah. I think the testimonials will go a long way for you guys. And I mean, I think, you know, really getting to like the grassroots, the high school kids on the educational tip, like, dude, I went like when I, and I, I'm just going to tell you when I finally got some insoles in college, bro, I started dunking. Like I wasn't yeah. dunking before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It like, yeah. I went from not dunking <clears throat> to being able to like two foot jump start real easy. Yeah. But just doing stuff fast, getting back quicker, moving quick. I'm like, what the hell is going on? You yeah. have this revelation that yeah. you've been, you've, your body, you've been playing kind of off balance your whole life. Basically. Yeah. yeah until man. you get these doggone insoles. Yeah. But man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that, man. And um, I wish you the best with that, brother. I know it's going to be you. successful. You're, you're one of the, 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 the good guys in the industry, my man. You've always Thank you, my man. carried yourself at a very high level, bro. You're somebody I respect and somebody that, you know, is going to just be very, very successful, whatever you do, man. So man, keep it up, brother. Likewise, it's, it's, it's just so interesting how, like I said, man, stuff comes full circle. I used to watch, obviously I watch you that, that uh, 
I didn't watch Crenshaw games, but I would read about it in the paper. And then I would see you at UCLA, watch you at UCLA, watch games. Then people don't know about the men's gym. If you didn't grow up in LA in the nineties, you don't know about the men's gym. Sure. Um, obviously there's still NBA workouts and things like Rico Hines hosts. Right. But it's not the same as when it was open to everybody. Yep. And you know, you would come there on a Saturday mm-hmm. or, or during the summertime during the week. Mm-hmm. And on the court on the left side is just, you know, random high school players or whoever was trying to get a run. Same thing on the court, far court on the right side. That and middle, the middle court, court, that middle court was, we were all watching y'all with, with everybody that was, everybody that was on the UCLA team. And then all, you know, former current pros. So you, you would get everybody from Reggie Theus to, to uh, magic, to, uh, you Kobe. know, guys, to, and then Kobe and Kobe would be there with his two sisters. Hey, when Kobe came through though, that's when it got, it got ugly. Kobe came through UCLA because he he started off. He came first. He came to the Wooden Center. Yeah, and kind of did work over there. Yeah. You know, just just monstering us. And then he's like moved it over to the men's gym. Yeah. They were like, Chris, because I didn't come the day he came the first day. They're like, man, you need to come play against Kobe, man. This dude. So I finally get down there, man. And so we're in the middle court. It's Magic Kobe. I think it's like uh, who else? Some Don McClain. You know, you know how yeah. the TG yeah. be. But I matched up against Kobe. So, you know, play happens. Kobe tips dunks on me. My dad is actually at, in the gym. He's your dad up. used to always be in the gym. Josiah, your dad used to be working out Josiah working out in the Joe. gym working out all Joe the time. The court, yeah. So my yeah. dad, my dad sees it. I look at my dad. I'm all embarrassed. He's like, he looks at me like, like Kobe just yeah. dunked on you. And I, <laughs> then I get into it with Kobe because I'm mad he dunked on me, bro. Yeah. The, the next thing I know, Magic got to break it up. But it's just that just growing up in that man being around yeah. that Nate and understanding you watching you being just yeah. in that atmosphere bro because yeah it's like it was like it was just it was surreal it was yeah man surreal. it's so so you know the point I was trying to make is just you like everybody had like you're a part of the influence on me as a as a you know uh basketball fan basketball consumer uh you know businessman in the basketball space so I you know I appreciate your contributions to the game I, I think and not enough people give all the people that have influenced them, you know, credit. So it's great to see. It's great to see your dad getting his flowers. It's great to see you getting your flowers. It's great to see Joe popping off. Like everybody that I know in the basketball space, I love seeing everybody win. So um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's cool. But the, 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 the Kobe thing, people don't realize like Kobe used to roll in with his sisters, man. He used to, <laughs> his sisters used to go everywhere with him. Rolling he, in with his sisters. Man. Uh, Man, rolling it with his sisters, man. So yeah, it was is it's uh because you forget he was really like he's literally a 17. kid. He was six, yeah. 17 years old. Yeah, bro. yeah, man. So man. um, okay. but yeah, man, it's 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 been good knowing you over the years and and wish you much success and I appreciate the platform to talk about all this stuff, man. I'll come okay. on anytime you want. Oh man, I'm definitely gonna have you back, my brother. Yeah, my man. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate Jones. Fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You can also add a heavy-duty rotisserie or rust-resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood Pellet Grill.
Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.